hello and welcome once again to the Beat Keep Radio Session. This is Insight, your host. We have uh, no Welshy today, but our guest is Cryptic, coming all the way from Albuquerque. Thanks for driving down, man. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, More really, than happy uh, to be here. Well, really glad to you know help support the scene. And I, I don't know too many Albuquerque cats, so it's always kind of nice to get one of you all to come down. Oh, yeah. I talk mean, it's about always what nice you're to doing. network with everybody in the community and try and build something for the state. Hell yeah, for... hell yeah everyone here so um well welcome to the beekeep first of all like i said thank uh, you for having me thank you yeah, for yeah. giving me the opportunity so we got you in here to talk a little bit about uh about your music and about what uh you think's important in the, in the music that you make and i don't know kind of a little bit about the art of your hip-hop and but first um i guess you should probably introduce yourself you know give people listening at home all right uh, <laughs> or, uh what's up everyone <clears throat> my name is cryptic mc cryptic uh, I'm based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, but I'm out here in Santa Fe, linked up with the Beekeepers. Uh, if you want to check out my music, I have some over on my SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash cryptichiphop. You can also follow me on Instagram to keep up with what I do, little like snippets of songs I'm making at MC Cryptic. And you can also follow my Twitter where I've been getting more active on there at, uh, at Crypt the Kid. And, you know, like I said, I'll also drop some snippets and some new stuff on there as well. So if you want to go check that out, there's all the links. Nice. Thanks for that. So uh, I checked out a couple of your tracks a little earlier. And, uh, you know, I got to say, man, you're pretty lyrical, firstly. Uh, Thank you. So, Thank hell you. yeah, we love that. We love lyrics around the beekeep here. But uh, but also, man, I, you got like a, I don't know, don't take this the wrong way, like a softer side, man. You're talking a little bit about your feelings, about the heart, about um, some yeah, struggles, Yeah, you too. could say that. Like, um, <clears throat> like you said, we were going to talk about one thing that – you know, it was kind of like a base of my music. And uh, I feel like a lot of artists also look at music like this as well. It's like it's a way to let go and like get rid of some feelings. I've been like clouding your mind and stuff like that. And, you know, everyone kind of needs like an outlook to release themselves. So then like, they're not holding things in. Yeah, that's true. So for me, I guess you can say music is kind of like that for me in a sense. Is uh, Would you say that's why you got into making music, into hip hop? Just that reason? Or um, have you found that to be like a healthy byproduct of getting involved? I would say it was a healthy byproduct because, I mean, one thing that really got me into hip-hop, you know, growing up was, like, the melodies, the kicks, the drums, all that. And then the way, like, people can manipulate their words and, like, make them sound like different things, how they would ride the beat and everything. So that's what really got me into hip-hop. But then when I started dabbling more into, like, the underground and I saw how much more of a voice you can project and, like, help people with your music, that's where I would say the kind of like softer side started coming out. Okay, cool. Yeah, you don't have to have a like a hard shell all the time. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do have songs I'm working on where it's just like I'm going straight in lyrically. I'm like, you know, it's very boom bat, very grimy, grungy. Kind of, I guess you can say like kind of an old school style, just going in and rapping. And like, uh, but you know, you got to kind of, I guess, vary as an artist. You can't just have that one solid type of style all the time, you know? Yeah, and I think as you as you evolve as an artist, as you get you know more and more years under your belt, you tend to change your style. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, a lot of the, the greatest artists have done that. I mean, some have not. Um, you know, Welsh and I were listening to a, a Lord Finesse beat tape from a couple of years ago, and I I wasn't surprised <laughs> to hear that his sound is like a crystal clear, perfect copy of a thought he had then. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's about as pure that of that boom bap sound as you could get. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like really well made. He's got like nice delays in there. It's real crisp. All the samples are really clean. Yeah. I mean, and then it just grabs that that '90s vibe right away, like unmistakable hip hop yeah. sound. Like whenever you're listening to, it, you get like the images of like you know, like the trainways, you know, people spraying graffiti, break dancing. Yeah, the That's whole that thing. Dirty grungy hip hop vibe. No, the whole thing. Uh, and so I guess well, the point being that you don't always have to change what you're doing, but I think a lot of artists do, and I think. Yeah. Um, right now for hip hop, it's important to be changing. Uh, I would say it is, but I mean, it, it you also got to look at your like audience whenever you're changing in a sense. Cause you can't be like most of these new artists that people count as hip hop and rappers, like I guess a little pump in them. No disrespect to them. They're out there getting their money. They're doing their thing. But if you're like, you actually truly love hip hop, then you're going to try and like keep messages in there, try and helping out the youth and stuff like that. No, I think that's exactly right. Um, we saw KRS one talk recently in Albuquerque, actually, um, and uh, yeah, a big part of his vibe was the uh, the duty you have to your community. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, I think that that'll always be around for sure. Um, I kind of wonder too if a lot of rappers, a lot of like. I don't know, in a way you could call him the evolution of the SoundCloud rapper. No disrespect to people with SoundCloud. Yeah, you know, no, I understand. Up. I mean, because I remember when SoundCloud, way back in the day when I was still in like middle school and high school and it was just becoming a thing, it was mainly just like, you know, it was like Reverb Nation and uh, like, you know, even MySpace and stuff. You just go on there and upload your stuff and hope that people listen to it. Mm-hmm. But now, as the industry has changed, it's become more of a platform to like get noticed because now all these like record companies and big MCs, big artists, they're also using SoundCloud as well to get their voice out there. Yeah, it's become yeah both a both a platform, but then also like a style. Yeah, like, uh, even the level of production um, is like I think typically a little lower on SoundCloud because it's a lot of people's rougher cuts. Yeah. Like it's people working out of their home studios, people doing like what we're doing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, little equipment, a bit of know-how, but we're not there yet. You know, that kind of scenario a lot. Oh yeah. So like there's, I don't know, there's like a naturalness about it, but at the same time, um, it's taken on its own style. And so the, <coughs> uh, the part of the issue I think with that is that it may not cause people to want to do some of that community outreach firstly, but then also to strive for like a cleaner sound with a little bit more meaning. So true, true. I feel like there's maybe like a, a de-evolution of some of the, the ethics in hip hop and some of the new hip hop. But I don't know if any of the artistic energy is less. I can't really judge that. I guess it's up to the listener at that point. Yeah, it really is because everyone at the end of the day, everyone's going to want to listen to something different, but you were, let's go back on the whole style of SoundCloud. I feel like the style of it is that it really doesn't have a style. It's just whatever. Okay. Because yeah, I've right. heard a lot of crazy tracks on there from artists like this guy called Xsetti, this uh, other artist, 222. Like all these guys, they just kind of just make music. And some of it sounds good. Some of it doesn't. It just depends on what kind of like production they're going for, I guess. But there's also that style that you got to have like the face tattoos you got to use a bunch of auto-tune and braided hair that's dyed all kinds of crazy colors and stuff yeah Yeah, and that's what i'm talking about that's the evolution that you know that i see where like what i guess everybody's affectionately referring to as mumble rap like it's it's kind of mumbly and sure you know but it's like it's like bleeding into that uh and i don't know like it, it it feels attention grabbing to me in a lot of ways and not because of 
you know, the sick lyrics that are going on or mm-hmm. like the tightness of that beat. But then I'm like in midway in between. I'm sort of an old school <coughs> head that, you know, kind of caught on a little late. Like I was born in the mid eighties and, you know, not, well, I mean, you know, not the early eighties. So I guess you can say that I'm born in the same kind of era of all these kids that do enjoy that type of style. And like where the lyrics aren't that lyrical, the beats are more like club beats and this and that. But I mean, I guess sometimes you just got to also look at the way that people evolve as well. But whenever I hear like more of these new songs, I just mainly hear like four words repeated over and over and over and over. And then like they have a split line to break it from that repetitiveness and then right back into it or a new hook. So it's like, like with little pump, he has a song Gucci Gang, and all he's saying is Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, over and over and over. And people love that. Well, yeah, and sometimes you, you kind of feel like, is it a joke on the listener a little bit? <clears throat> like, is it, I don't know, is it, it feels like a little bit of a joke. Like, are you going to take this seriously when I'm putting in what seems to me like very little effort? Um... Yeah, I guess you could say it's kind of like a joke on the listener. But I, like I said, it also kind of like how people evolve. Now people want these club beats. They want these banging tracks that they could just hang out with their friends and listen to getting messed up all night, you know? Yeah, true. I guess there isn't an emphasis on the lyrics in the same way as, uh, you know, I don't know, as you and I would normally be thinking of, be planning for. Yeah, for me, the essence of hip-hop is definitely like lyricism and rhythm and poetry i guess you can say so whenever i'm writing my music i try and actually like put in like meanings into the song and stuff so i guess uh i'm trying to like kind of tell a story in a sense but not at the same time just kind of like give my perspective of it or my yeah. uh perception of it so that's mainly what kind of like drives whenever i write my music i kind of like put myself in the shoes of the listener like i always have when it comes to hip-hop because i mean at the end of the day i am so even though it's something of mine if i can sit there and just like vibe to it and like kind of just get a feeling of it and i feel like i've made a decent track and i'm happy with it you know i'm happy to put it out and hopefully someone can listen to it and like yeah like oh man i feel that same way i know like in that line i know what he was saying what kind of emotion he was going for you know (laughs) I feel that. So I guess that's where, as you put it, the soft side and the lyricism kind of blend in together. This is Pieces with Cryptic. (laughs) It's another morning waking up without you by my side. And deep down it hurts on the inside. But we both need to continue this ride along the current of the waves. Working away out through this maze. Working to the future while watching the past. To this day it seems like I've lost my tracks. Walking in the winter storm, chasing a forever fading form. Feelings latch on from when I was torn. Keeping your image states the truth. And like you, I was just a part of the blues. It's hard to accept it when you lose. For all this pain and torture, I'm haunted by the thought of you taking your departure. Memories come and go, but these are some that stay deep below. It's like I'm the one stuck in a hole with a blank mind, keeping up tight, searching for what's right, looking for a spark of light. And to this day, I'll still continue to fight. Yeah, I'll continue to fight. I'll sit here where you left me, and I'll continue to write. I'll continue to write.
Well, so back to uh, your music a little bit, uh, you know, what would you say drives a bit of your flow? I mean, we know that you like some lyrics and that you're not into just repeating lines over and over, but when you're thinking about lyrics and, uh, you know, we know that you like a little bit more meaning too, uh, I don't know, where do you start for a song? Gotta... Um, I guess I kind of just like, I vibe out to the beat. I kind of just drown out everything. I listen to it. I get like the rhythm. I hear like the drum patterns and the kicks and stuff. And I'm like, I guess I just kind of, like, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind, like the first line, this is kind of like what I decided to go off of. But like, I try and go in with like an idea of like something I can talk about. So I just, I just, have, I just get like into a mind frame where I can just go through all these things, like all these, like, like a scenarios that I've been in in life. I've like seen, I've like heard about just trying to like put myself there, just go off of that. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, every song kind of has a meaning behind it, no matter what it is, no matter what you're talking about. So you just kind of gotta hope you find that certain scenario, scenario kind of like picture the play that's gonna happen, the put to that beat and just kind of like try and bring that story to life. Yeah, so I mean, that's a key word right there, storytelling. I mean, that's a, a whole almost forgotten part of hip hop. And like, I like the storytelling rap. Yeah, and I think everyone enjoys listening to music and getting like that image. I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, like they like to, you know, zone out because music is kind of like an escape way for a lot of people. And that's why it's always going to be around no matter what happens to it. And so the storytelling aspect, even like rock has it. It's kind of more you know, crazy storytelling, crazy, more crazy scenarios, but you can also project more heartfelt scenarios and stories in a uh, hip hop. Cause you have that like m mellow kind of sounding beats, uh, I guess melancholy and yeah. stuff like that. If you're going for like a emotional storytelling and then you can have like the at war storytelling where everything is supposed to be chaotic, you know? No. Yeah. That's a pretty good breakdown. I would agree with that. I'd say the storytelling uh, in that in that way, the more emotional storytelling is definitely what hip hop shares with rock and country music. Exactly. Like, and that's why some people blend the two, which oh, is yeah. some people can pull it off. Some people can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was kind of pondering that myself the other day. I was listening to this song and it was, you know, it had a bunch of like sort of modern sounding synths in it. And then it had basically the like male country singer basically singing hip hop verses really yeah like because he's rhyming and it's doing the whole thing and it's like basically structured like a hip-hop beat but yeah. it has like a few sort of country-like instruments going on yeah so like guitars but then also some synths yeah and See, like the structure of it is like <laughs> uh like a modern pop hip-hop song like poppy, yeah you can definitely tell where song. like the poppy side of hip-hop and like r&b kind of blended in with other uh genres country is one of them because like you just said there's these songs that people are combining the poppy feel with the country to make that country pop totally yeah and it just and, so happens that it's the same time signature so that, that exactly floor the floor most of the time really it's like easy. yeah that same beats per minute yeah so <coughs> hip-hop is definitely influenced just music in a whole probably a really good way but i guess the way some people have taken the direction as more of like a commercial way to making like a good dance beat that could also be taking kind of like what's the word i'm looking for 
like essence of what hip hop was back in the day in like the eighties and nineties. So, yeah, I mean, commercialization tends to have like a really adverse effect on, on a lot of creativity. I think having a money infusion can sometimes help. I don't know. It definitely one. can. You can look at artists like, you know, common. He was a very big storytelling mm-hmm. artist back in the days. If you look at like, I used to love her and yeah, most of absolutely. his tracks. And then, uh, he just kind of like evolved now to where he's still known through hip hop because of his acting, but that essence will always be there. So he, way he took about the money infusing, I guess he just took it as a way to broaden his horizons. But mm-hmm. that's also one thing you can do with hip hop. You can use it to like help you learn other things and dabble into other professions as well. Yeah, good call. I I'd say also <clears throat> it seems like he didn't kind of do the the big fame blow up thing as a you know as a guy he became very popular yeah but i don't feel like fame went to his head that is true kind of if, if fame ever does go know. to his head it's probably going to come from the movies because yeah. he's a well-known actor now yeah, under the name true. of common <laughs> but still a big respect to the man you know he made great music yeah that no doubt uh yeah there was a song of yours i listened to um just the other day and i think it was a story about a girl uh and it's not a not very pleasant Oh, ways, are you talking like, about my song Pieces? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. if and it's like the yeah, heavy. kind of melancholy. Yeah, kind heavy. of a little bit of a dark song in some ways, though, right? I mean, like I don't um, know, you're talking about some, I don't know, some things that are pretty serious, and it's like yeah, you're not necessarily like smiling in a song like that. Yeah, if it's Pieces, it's, it kind of did get kind of on the darker side, more sadder side of like relationships in a way, because. When I found the beat, uh, it was called Without You. And so when I heard that, I just kind of like went to a place where I know I've been before. I'm sure a lot of other people have. So I was just kind of like, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing while collecting the pieces of me. Uh-huh. But I got to let people know why the pieces exist, you know? Okay. So I kind of just dabbled here and there with the essence of a breakup and heartache and stuff like that. Like I said, that's something that everyone will go through, totally. and that's where it's always healthy to have an outlet to be able to like project these feelings in. Do you bring elements of your real life into your songs in terms of examples or, I don't know, story elements? Like, do you use your your life experiences directly, or do you use them to generate, um, I don't know, empathy? and understanding about other things that are going on and comment on those instead. Like, do you do you, do you use direct examples in your life or, or for your music, or do um, they just give you a pause to think, and then that's what allows you to You know, to that's come a up very, very good question. Um, I would say yes to both, because okay. I can put myself in the listener's shoes, like I said previously, and I can project what they are probably going through at that moment in time, uh-huh. which also lets me as the creator of the song and the, you know, the writer, I get to put out that empathy with the words and try and let them know, like, this will try, uh, you have to try and overcome and it will pass. These feelings will not always be there. So like I said, you got to collect the pieces of yourself. (laughs) Oh yeah. So, okay. So, but overall you'd say you have a pretty positive message with your music. Yeah. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, if you're going to be someone that like someone listens to on the average, try and help them like in any way you can, which 
everyone needs at the end of the day, you know? <laughs> no, I think that's definitely true. At least sometimes. I think sometimes people need help. A lot of people are not in a position to uh, to accept help, but that's basically the topic of an entire other podcast. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so... So we know you like to do shows. Do you you like to freestyle? We were talking about about that a little earlier. And uh, so, but really, why rap though? You and I were talking about uh, graffiti, and so I don't know what about rapping drew you in specifically. Um, I think ultimately what really did draw me into the hip hop and rapping part of the whole. Uh, I guess viewpoint of hip hop, the yeah, culture of, the elements, of it, sure. Um, is pretty much the wordplay and uh, how you can manipulate w- words and you can like have ultimately different flows all the time. You can never like you know we were talking about style uh-huh. and you can just always have a new style. You can always evolve as an artist. You know you can have your like whole album where you can sound just like super grungy you're just like a rap show how you can like structure grade 16 and just you know straight kill the beat and then you can have one where uh you know you go back to a storytelling aspect where that whole album just storytelling and then you can also have like the club beats if you want to go ahead and make some you know like radio hits you know so you never you don't have to stick to one style yeah and Sometimes, you know, if you go into, like, the rock genre, you can end up in, like, indie rock. You can end up in alternative rock. You can end up in, like, heavy metal. And then you're always going to be stuck there whether you want to play a new style or not. So you you love rap over all the other elements because of its, I don't know, various nature and its wide scope. Yes. That's not what you're saying. Your ability to kind of go deep in a lot of different places. Exactly. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'd say that that's probably true. I felt like when I was painting a lot of graffiti, it, it's a little harder to express yourself with just a visual format, um, especially when you're constrained to certain styles. So, yes. um, like I'd say, you you have a a uh, like a more traditional rap, like flow, like um, and I like that, uh, and your structure is uh, is solid. Um, Thank you. And you uh, like you don't rely on like constant rhyming like i feel like i'm a little guilty of trying to rhyme everything all the time yeah right and that is very hard for the storytelling mode for sure so I it feel could like be you have a little bit of an older schooler vibe in the way that uh you're willing to break away from using your rhymes directly as a structure of your song and instead like i don't know give a uh i don't know yeah break away so you can include detail and add to the story element yeah Another thing is that whenever it comes to storytelling and songwriting, you kind of do have to structure it in a way to where you're not going too overboard in, like, the story you tell and, like, the emotions are going to be felt. <laughs> really? Well, you're, you're not part of this podcast right now. Apparently he wants to be. <laughs> yeah, But anyways, sure. like, like I was saying, um, yeah, because every song kind of has to be structured around the, like, and the way you're going to tell that story no matter what. So it, it seems like um, you've spent some time studying some styles a little bit and, uh, you know, at least enough to have a pretty good love for what you're what you're working on. Um, who would you say some of your influences are? Very good question, man. Um, oh, man, I guess it just comes from, like, all aspects of hip-hop. Like, 
uh, you got like Immortal Technique, you got like MF Doom, you got like Apathy, you got like people from Canada like Mercules, Evil Ebenezer, uh, you got the, uh, you know, going back to like the New York scene, Big L, um, Big Pun, Flatbush Zombies, uh, pretty much just like, like I said, it comes from all over, uh, all over hip hop. Just the way, like I said, you can tell stories, you can rap about whatever you want to rap about. You can just pretty much be who you are over a hip hop beat, whether you're trying to prove a point with how good your rapping is. You're just trying to have fun, like, you know, artists like Little Dicky and all them. And like, yeah. So <laughs> I can't really like just pinpoint one type of influence. It's just music as a whole. Caesar Miles. This is Dreamin' by Cryptic. I've been thinking of a way to get myself up out of the shade Cause it seems every day that I start to fade So let me be the one to see the moonlight off the blade Cause no longer can I wait for you to come and save But after these battles facing demons I become brave Even if a piece or two has been left inside the grave Now let it recline to an easy melody When I finally pull it I just hope that everyone remembers me Drifting through the rhythm and breaks I put everything I got up for the game at high stakes So meet at high noon and we'll gamble upon our fates Maybe then I'll meet the maker standing near the gates Covered through the smoke as the image shakes The smell of gun smoke pierces the air Wondering what happened as the devil shared The new game they play through everyone's worries today Calmly put it to rest as the situation no longer contests You can feel it through every new breath Rest assured this won't cause any new stress I'm dripping my soul on the pallet Traveling to Wonderland getting lost with Alice Running through the tunnel searching for the rabbit As the clock ticks half past three I now wonder what has become of thee Person I was once upon a time It's a fairy tale stopped on a dime Maybe this is my rendition of dreams But fuck it, I'll fade away and let the drums sing Fuck it, I'll fade away and let the drums sing So yeah, in that song you're getting a little like heavy also And it's good, it's always like the, the vibe of building And like working up, right? And there's like something that I noticed about a couple of your songs And uh, you use the word demon in a couple songs and it kind of made me think that it seems like a theme in your work is a little bit of that struggle between good and evil yeah because i i feel like everyone kind of deals with that on like a, just like a day-to-day basis even if it's just like little tiny things like holding a door open for someone uh-huh. or saying thank you or you know just giving someone a smile if they should or not because they don't know someone you know it's just like those little tiny things that everyone will go through day to day that a little there's always going to be that like concept of good and evil yeah. yeah so i try and interpret just day-to-day life throughout my music as well because like i said it's something that we all go through and we're all gonna constantly like come to terms with whether to do nice whether you don't know someone or not to so yeah hell yeah no i understand that no good and evil is a like a like a very not a common theme <laughs> but a uh but like a a a very solid theme that we see a lot yeah in hip-hop um and yeah and i think you're exactly right because it's it's very reflective of our of a lot of our daily lives yeah this is kind of like i guess our nature to try and see what kind of person we're going to be throughout just little interactions here and there yeah do you uh <clears throat> you said you use your music as a little bit of a an escape and a little bit of a release like 
I don't know, would you say you've had some hardships that you've had to work through and music really helped you with those? Or, you know, if you, you basically had a pretty good run and like, you know, hip hop's just how you speak your mind. Um, I would say like, yeah, I've had my own trials and tribulations and uh, music did help me through them, especially hip hop. Cause like I said, it gave me like an outlet to hear how other people understand what like other people are going through and trying to like reach out to tell them like, Hey, I've been in your situation. I've been in your shoes but things will get better. Just, you know, give it time, build yourself up and you'll make it through this. So. Yeah. All right. So I guess you could say that that seems to be like a theme of your, you know, your work too, that like perseverance. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You got to keep hanging in there, keep working. And so, all right. How long have you been uh, making music? Um, I've been making music for, I'd say like about maybe like three, four years now. Okay. Yeah, and for a while there, you're using Pro Tools, you're saying? Yeah, I got really uh, accustomed to it, and then, like I said, <laughs> I forgot to update it, and that was kind of a bummer, and I didn't have the money to pay for it. But it definitely taught me a lot on how to, like, structure and, like, making music, and, like, how to use equalizers and uh, d- uh, delays, reverbs. Are you all self-taught? Yeah, it's kind of just, like, trial and error. Uh I did have some people who like knew how to make music. So they like were kind of familiar, but they just weren't familiar with pro tools. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like all a learning process. It really was. So like I said, it's trial and error. I have a lot of songs that do not sound that good. I have uh, songs that sound a lot more well-produced when I got more comfortable with it. Yeah. I think you can kind of get into a groove with pro tools and let you figure out where everything is and, you know, how to set up some chains and then you start learning about buses. It becomes really exciting. Yeah. And all of a sudden you be, you feel a lot more versatile and capable. No, I'd say that's definitely true. Uh, I like Pro Tools as a platform, but as I've, I've said before, even on the podcast, it's not really a great vessel for creative work. Like it's, uh, it's, it doesn't really facilitate the easiest creative work, say compared to maybe reason or even logic. Yeah. You know, like the interface isn't quite as user-friendly or quite as nice to, to work with yeah um so i feel like a lot of people can can struggle with that aspect for sure i can see that but i it's just like another trial to overcome because like you said earlier when you like learn how to get into like the buses and all the different outlets that pro tools allows you to have you can get into very creative ways with it but it is not user-friendly that is true you gotta kind of have a really strong understanding of the program and yeah kind of a a love of systems also i'd say like you have to you have to kind of like that dry flavor yeah a little bit so what are you using now uh right now i'm using fruity loops uh i just it's all i had the money for at the time hey yeah but i mean you know it still gives me an outlet to make music learn how to mix and engineer my music better yeah and and get kind of comfortable with things no, that's a good call in many ways it's ideal for the the, you know the lyricist too Mm -hmm. because you know, it's a little setup for, you know, running some loops together quickly, getting a quick beat so you can write something. Exactly. It's like very quick. You know, you're bringing dinner to the table pretty quickly with, <laughs> with Fruity Loops. So, yeah, no, and we used to play with that a long time ago. Um, You know, in, in high school, we were messing with that and it was really useful, but also not just for hip hop. Yeah, it, was, it can be used for all kinds of different things. I've seen people make like straight techno songs yeah. i've seen people make their like makeshift rock songs i've seen people struck a whole entire one-man band oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah in fruity loops huh yeah i suppose yeah. you could do that that's totally true 
no, I definitely saw it in the, in the electronic music context, um, yeah. like for drum and bass and for stuff leading into dubstep and that kind of area. Definitely yeah, saw it, it used for that a lot. It's very, I would say, I guess, like easy to pick up, but kind of like hard to master when you get into like the little kind of like tiny twerks of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot to learn on it, but that's kind of the same with any music program, even Pro Tools, Logic, um, what's the other ones? Cubase, mm-hmm. all of them. It's kind of like driving yourself to learn everything if you're, you don't have someone to kind of like teach you. Just trying like, if you do come across people that try and like take in what they have to teach you. Yeah, if they've been sure. working with it longer or they went to like school for it and this and that. Uh, that's always a good way to go. Uh, like nowadays, the idea of mentors and apprentices and uh, it's not nearly as popular, but I really advocate for that style of learning. Oh, yeah. I would say that's a great t- kind of learning because then like if you learn something new that, you know, the like master didn't know then you can like bounce off of each other and like come up with new techniques or stuff and how to make, you know, words sound different or different kind of effects or like a better sounding reverb or, you know, something like that. Yeah, totally. Well, all right. And so where do you see yourself going in the next couple of years? Where are you aiming for? You're working on some stuff right now. Um, yeah. You just put out a couple of new little, little singles on, on SoundCloud for everybody to listen to. Yeah. Um, and uh and they're nice and like short and sweet at like a minute and a half some of them so they're like yeah they're kind of just like hors d'oeuvres you know? yeah. Like, yeah i guess like you can that. say like my thoughts over just like a lo-fi beat real quick yeah but cool. they i really were kind of like impressed with how some of them came out sounding sounded yeah, pretty nice it's a nice fit the lo-fi genre generally right now is is suitable for a lot of the like not softer rappers per se but but people, yeah, trying to have a more lyrical approach and have a little bit more of like thought content. Yeah. Like the beats are really suitable. And I think largely because they're kind of hollow. So a lot of them don't have like like a real snare, for instance. True. Yeah. Like they're, you know, they kind of have like some other sound or like something that gives you the clue that the snare the snare's there for timing. Yeah. But the beat's not crowded. So there's a lot of room for the MC in those beats. Yeah, because you can definitely project your voice over the sounds that are there. Some of them are more a lot like high pitch in some lo-fi tracks. And uh, some are a lot more softer. Uh-huh. So you kind of got to like find the balance between uh, your vocals and like those high pitch sounds or the low pitch. So it's definitely good like exercise to like try and learn how to like ride over a beat, I would say. Because then you can move on to like more, uh, you know, like kick patterns and drum patterns and more like snares uh more like i would say like an 808 or something like that uh-huh. you know you can work your way up to like different song structures totally yeah 808s have come back like really hard again they're like really popular again um like i don't know would you say that uh you know you're, you're 23 would you say that like people in their early 20s right now are more drawn to that style of emerging hip-hop um say as opposed to some of the classics or do you think that they still hold true in their appeal to people in their early 20s i know for people in their early 30s like me that's like you know kind of bread and butter so we would always fall back to some of those classics and some of those like early to mid 90s like golden age you know yeah so i don't know that would be like what i would holler to do you do you feel like younger people are just more drawn to the lo-fi scene and and that and if so why um you know i i don't really know how to answer this one to be honest because <laughs> it's it's like very hard because you know i'm just a lover of hip-hop 
Yeah. And, you know, the lo-fi, it does sound really good. And it's, you know, definitely a scene that has emerged really strong, kind of like back within the past, I would say like two to like four years. Yeah. Lo-fi has definitely made a huge impact again. And like, I do tend to see a lot more people that I know that are around my age group listening to lo-fi tracks. I can't really tell like what the real appeal is there. I don't know if it just sounds nice. It's really calm and mellow. And that's what like kind of like calms people down and just lets them chill. Or if it's like the ability for someone to like try and put poetry over it. it you know, kind of it's it's a hard to find a real answer. Yeah, that's interesting. You bring up a good point. It is a little accessible for like it's a little slower mm -hmm. usually. So if you're like a practicing rapper. Like, that's a good kind of beat to start working on. Often. Exactly. Yeah, and as we were saying, there's quite a lot of space in there uh, in terms of, like, um, the frequency. Like, you know, you, you have kind of stuff, as you were saying, in the high end, and you have plenty of bass. And I don't know, yeah, they're a little hollow. So there's good room in the center for the MC. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's, huh. yeah, cool. Uh, I definitely like that stuff, but more on the like chill front, you know, because I don't have to pay too much attention to it. And in a way, I kind of think of it like hip hop, easy listening, like kind of like Muzak, yeah. you know, a little bit, but <laughs> but in a good way. I mean, I listen to it. I yeah. like it. Um, but well, I, I understand also, what you mean. It's like something you just put in the background while you're yeah, doing chores and stuff. Yeah, it's good for having like guests over. It's just like going on in the background or for when you're having a massage. You yeah, know? you're but just trying to chill. I I struggle to like describe it to people in an excited way like it doesn't yeah. it's not like i'm gonna be like oh listen to this banger on the lo-fi channel <laughs> right it's like yeah it's a little too low-key and i feel like it's a little easy when you're rapping over stuff like that to kind of get a little too like soppy mopey yeah you know a little too as you were saying melancholy and like i like that but i can't have it all the time yeah no like we were talking about earlier every artist has to have his like variations and stuff sure and like I said, I have, I'm working on stuff right now, and uh, I have songs that are just straight up me just going in rapping over a good, like, you know, nice, I guess you can say boom bap type of beat, mm -hmm. you know, heavy kicks and drums and snares, uh, you know, some turntables here and there and stuff. So, you know, I'm definitely working on, like, changing up my styles. So mm -hmm. it's not that, like, you know, I can't have what he's producing all the time type of thing and like i said earlier every artist is always going to be changing as they get older and work on more music and get inspired by new things this track's called lullabies of the lost i get lost lost while watching the stars dance Keep an open eye for the subtle glance With compression of the air Confession starts to bloom Cutting the tongue of lies for the setup of the truth Lost, walking amongst the public Brainless from pain views Cast down on both knees so no one saw the proof Media blinds the perception When our third eye is now given as a curse and a blessing Give another sacrifice to the half-demon for ascension I got distracted by the way you kept reeling me back in with a heart made of ice I'm kept in this loveless contraption So light another candle for the half-winded traveler Listen to his fight to become the heartbroken chancellor Watching wicked wolves rip apart half-witted wicked wolves Cross-stepping each dance while facing foes Falling deep in the forest 
dodging the trials that life throws Smoking the cancerous sticks Breaking from conformance To rise above these plateaus To rise above these plateaus To rise above these plateaus <laughs> You're saying in the next couple of years Kind of, I guess, return to that older question That like you're just going to keep learning and grinding and yeah at this point that's like kind of what i have just to push forward learn new things come up with new ideas uh make work on new projects yeah that's cool i like that uh, honest tumble approach you know a lot of i think it's it's pretty common to see a lot of mcs like with the on the best fucking thing on on (laughs) yeah i'm so damn cool yeah and i don't know definitely the beekeepers aren't trying to be the coolest cats and it's nice to, you know, it's nice to come across somebody who's got that humble approach too. And like, yeah. yeah, I can definitely appreciate that. I mean, I understand where the like narcissistic approach comes for a lot of MCs because oh. there's always going to be that competition. But, you know, at the end of the day, just do what makes you happy. You know, if it sounds good to you, by all means, go out, do it, you know, follow through with the idea for the song. You know, just do what you love and have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep at it. Yeah, for sure. So do you ever battle? You battle rapper? <laughs> I mean, like, I used to spit, like, freestyles with everybody, like, all the homies and stuff back in the day. You know, sometimes when we'd be, like, you know, partying and stuff, we'd get into, like, little tiny rap battles, just kind of, like, dissing each other back and forth, seeing who can rap better. But I never, like, wait until the battling scene. Yeah, you know, I mean, even to it. Mad respect for the people in the battling scene. Yeah, that takes a different kind of brain, too, I think. Right? Yeah, because... <laughs> As far as I know, I think it's like, what, like 25%, 50% written, and then the rest of it is kind of like freestyling on the spot right there, if well, you're going to like an actual battle battle. Uh, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about ever using writtens in a freestyle battle. Uh, like, I I think as an MC, you build up a bank of rhymes and yeah. phrases and structures that you're familiar with and that you become practiced with as you freestyle a lot, and then... You, part of what you're doing is coming up with fresh creative content in the moment to suit the scene. Yeah. Not just to, to in a way prove your freestyling, but like, because that's the inspiration, like that's what you're seeing around you. And it like allows you to like kind of bond with the audience. But then the other thing that you're doing while you're freestyling is occasionally stepping onto the back foot onto something that you're very familiar with True. to like continue your flow and give a little structure, you know, and when, you know, you've come out of a story or, you know, that box of donuts that you were rapping about just isn't giving you any more inspiration. <laughs> you know, you switch over to some nice structure, you know, and then yeah. segue to something else. So that's, yeah, that's kind of like a, you know, an interesting one. I think with battle rapping, like you have to go to less of the, the bank structure. Cause I think it becomes apparent when you're, when you're battle rapping, I've seen plenty of battles, lots of like, we used to watch all the old, like scribble jam tapes yeah. and things like that. And like, you could like see in a way when somebody, um, I don't know, is using a written because it doesn't like fit the structure of the battle in that moment. It's like a different format. Whereas when somebody's like really feeling it, you can like see it and you know, they're talking about the dude right in front of them. And like, yeah, like that's what the crowd wants. Yeah, I feel like if you ever attend one of those, like, uh, you know, like we were talking about battle rappers and their like, battles, if you ever, uh, like, attend when the energy is there and, like, the vibe is insane, and it's because, like you said, they're, like, 
bonding with the audience. They're just throwing away everything they know. They just know how to structurally rap and they're going in it with just like this ferocious, I'm going to rip this guy apart type, you know, like feel. And it just gets everyone all wild up. <laughs> now, what we were thinking of, uh, well, she and I were thinking of her show at some point when we drop a freestyle to do a, like a compliment battle. Oh, I love compliment you know, battles, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> those things like, are know, fun. Seen a few of those, and that stuff's funny, man. Everybody loves that, right? Yeah, because you can be, you know, pretty clever. Yeah, you can be you know, pretty nice damn lines. funny with that. But and you also don't have to get all crazy, you know. You don't have to get all like nuts on. Yeah, on I mean, you mic, can, right? but you can be like ultra super nice about it, <laughs> just oh, like yeah. spitting out the meanest of compliments to them and stuff. Well, yeah. So, are you looking to do collaborations in the coming year? And then, oh, uh, yeah, um, with some other other. Like cats I would, I would and... definitely like to network with a lot more artists and like come up with ideas with everyone. Just you know, make music. Yeah, nice. Well, there's a pretty hopping scene down here in Santa Fe. Well, up here. Uh, so you know, if you somehow don't have a bunch of great cats in Albuquerque, there are some people here doing some cool stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's the occasional show several times a week. I feel like I see something going on yeah i usually see a lot of stuff going on here uh, a lot of places i feel have kind of like an okay scene in albuquerque uh-huh. uh a lot more like you know like big shows don't really come to albuquerque they come to santa fe a lot more and i think it's because it's like the capital oh interesting so, i think it's because of meow wolf yeah that too even it wasn't before really a venue before that you had like paula Solari, but that wasn't really I don't know. Like I remember seeing paid dues tour go there. Yeah. And that was great. Cause that was like all my favorites, you know, like exactly. Back in the day, atmosphere and like most of the living legends is there and Sage Francis showed up. Yeah. There. See so like there's legendary like, shows that have gone down out oh here. Oh my God. In, yeah. Uh, Santa Fe. Yeah. In Santa Fe. Right. In a town that has like a resting population of 60 or 70 K, you know, maybe 80 now. Yeah. So but, yeah. I mean, we've gotten some pretty okay shows out there. Um, let me see. Like, I think, the how the grin grouch stole christmas that tour he came back out to albuquerque for that that was fun oh cool yeah he even brought out like zion i uh, i think the first one he had a uh, brother ali and i can't remember who else he had with him but well brother ali is coming to meow wolf here pretty soon yeah i Beginning saw that next month i think um i always see zion i at launchpad yeah like i've seen him there launchpad. like with and without like the grouch <laughs> yeah same like, you know and so it's like uh, I don't know. It, it's funny. I feel like he seems to show up there quite a lot. Actually, I did see him at Meow Wolf too. Yeah, I think he's performed here at least like once or twice. Yeah. One artist that every time I try and see him whenever he comes out here is Greaves. And for some reason, like something always pops up. And it's just like, you're not going to go see Greaves. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> Isn't that funny, right? A specific artist. Yeah, I didn't get to see Sage when he came to Meow Wolf, though. It was sold out right away. Oh, yeah, I bet. You couldn't even get in there. And like, I don't know, like, my, my views on Sage have changed over the years. I, like, really like him, and then I'll kind of, like, dislike him, and then I want to like him again. And But he's he's gotten kind of big. Yeah, you know? uh, I think it's just because he's been in the scene for a really long time. He's collabed with, like, oh, man, his, people, his yeah. repertoire is fucking amazing who he's collabed with and stuff. But uh, I feel you on that. And it's nothing against Sage or his music. He makes great music. Just sometimes I have to be in, like, the right vibe and, like, yeah. you know what I mean, to listen to him. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, I'm glad to see that, that you got the thoughtful hip-hop going on. Um, I'm looking forward to listening to some more of your tunes. Thank you, man. And getting down. And uh, hopefully I'll get to catch you at a show sometime. 
Hell yeah, man. Um, you doing some shows anytime soon in Albuquerque? You got something coming up on stage? Um, nothing's really set in stone. There's some stuff in the works. Um, but you know, money is issue and other stuff. Always is. Yeah, always. <laughs> well, yeah, make sure to let us know because we'll happily you know spread that info. Hell so yeah, people. I'll definitely keep you guys in tune if I ever have any in. shows coming up and uh, if anything's popping out in Albuquerque, maybe you guys can come by. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Well, hey, man, it's been really nice to talk shop with you and learn about you, your trade, and what you're doing. Hey, man, thank you for having behind me. It. So, yeah, really, like, thanks a lot for coming down. Thank you so much for having me, man. So, everybody should be uh, listening now for Cryptic. He's there on SoundCloud. He's going to be doing some stuff soon. Uh, it seems like, yeah. Yeah, just keep an eye out for more tunes to come. Got more, you know, I'm planning on working on right when I get home. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, that's the grind you like to hear about. Hell yeah, man. Well, all right. Peace out. <coughs> yeah, we're going, man. Thank you for everyone that tuned in. This track's called Freedom by Cryptic. Held down by the weight of this world. Constantly fighting to get noticed by this girl. So I'm fighting, took up smoking. And I didn't know that my mind would go down in a world. But let's take a look at that faithful day. I was watching from afar, too shook to walk up and have any words to say. I loved her from a distance, and I bet she didn't even notice my existence. Always kept her in my mind all the time, even when I'm stuck in my book of rhymes. And every guy wanted a piece, but no one could ever love her like I. So please believe I never wanted to hurt her. But these actions took the burden. Seeing her get abused and used by the way that the drugs make her lose had me feeling like murder. I couldn't do anything but stand in the corner As the wavy kids began to take advantage Ripping her clothes like a bunch of savages I guess that you could say that this led to some emotional baggage Seeing these actions and not having a way to practice For the protection she deserved I saw the innocence get lost Taken by force at what cost She looked me in the eyes Gave me a look that pleaded to help But I couldn't Fear stricken, I didn't have it within myself So I proceeded to walk away Little did I know that this would cause her dismay Broken down with nowhere to turn She starts taking more drugs to make her numb to the life that she's learned I've yearned for redemption But no matter how much I try, I'll never gain perfection I let the only girl down who truly mattered Maybe I could've been a superhero And hear her say that she's so flattered now she just has a soul that's torn and tattered While I drown in the bottle with a mind that's scattered To the faithful scene Poor girl didn't know what had laid in between For years later she took her life With no one to talk to she had given up the fight And now everyone says that she's free Is this her freedom? They keep saying that she's free Is this her fucking freedom? She had it stripped away that fateful day Her fucking freedom Is this her freedom? I send my condolences to the love of my life Every day I visit your grave with the black rose by my side I swear I wish I'd put up that fight I miss you every day and the pain just won't ever stop This is my goodbye to the one and only true love of my life Hip Hop BK Radio is a Beekeepers production, 2018